We are one year, less than one year away from the 2024 U.S. presidential election. And you can tell we're year away because the stories are slowly starting to creep out in the news. You find in CNN early polls has a Republican frontrunner Donald Trump ahead of Biden. You'll also hear stories how African-American men are slowly supporting the Republican candidates. You see what I mean? And other stories. You also hear stories how Biden economics is not working. So the press is already putting stuff out there in the atmosphere. Some would say to create doubt, create news, or reporting the news. But we really find ourselves in a situation where the 2024 election comes down to this. In American history, we have, on, particularly on the presidential uh, le- level, there are two, ca- two parties, Republicans, Democrats. Yes, third people can run. Eugene Debs ran as a socialist five times and lost five times. Ross Perot, he lost. Ralph Nader lost. Green Party lost. Judith Stein lost. So let's just be honest. In this country, for president, there's two parties. Now, let's say, for example, if we had a legitimate third party. Well, let's look at it this way. Who are your top three ball players of all time? You might say Kareem, LeBron, and Jordan. And you pick one. That's a legitimate three-person debate. You sit down, you look at the stats, you look at the numbers, the championships, all of that. That's legit. That's three legitimate choices. But what we have in this country, when you say running for president, it's like saying LeBron, Jordan, and the third person is Chuck Nevin. <laughs> Remember that guy, the seven foot five guy yeah. to play in the Lakers? He got like two or three rings, 12th man. We all know that Nevitt is not going to win. You know that. And that's no different than comparing Nevitt to any third-party candidate who runs for president in this country. Let's just be honest, folks. Republican, Democrat for president. So writing in your name as a vote, forget about it. Picking a third party, forget about it. Staying home doesn't help either. So let's keep that in mind. But I understand the doubt. Some say lesser of two evils. But what does that mean? Is it based on policies? Are both parties perfect? Of course not. You know that. Let's just be honest. This is grown folk business. But in terms of policy, what makes your life relatively better when certain persons in all? I mean, that's just what it gets down to. Or what makes your community better? Because for some people in this country, no matter who wins as president, their life, relatively speaking, if they can't visibly see it, doesn't change much. But their family member might have an impact. That's my point. So when you look at voting, you can't just look at it, what do I get? You got to look bigger. Because if you don't get bigger, you look very narrow, then sometimes you're going to make narrow decisions. Yeah, but mainly because of what's going on at the moment. What are people saying? We're saying that Biden is too old. Yeah. He's 80. 
Trump is 77. But somehow, that doesn't come up for Trump. True. They said Biden is not sharp. What does that mean? He makes some mistakes. We all make mistakes. I get it. But do you listen to what Donald Trump says? That's being sharp. So let's look at what's happening. So Trump is clearly going to win the Republican nomination. There's no doubt about it. DeSantis is a distant, I think he's third right now. I think Haley's second. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy is third. Who knows? Christie's just out there just blasting Trump. He knows he's not winning. He's just out there having his 15 minutes of fame to go in on Trump, who dissed him back in the day. But nevertheless, Trump is going to win. No doubt about it. And many people are saying, well, I'm not, Biden's too old. The country's gotten worse. Now I don't know what data they're using because the Dow Jones hit an all-time high yesterday for those who are invested in it. Infrastructure bill, he passed that. And oh yeah, the student loans. For many Americans, they woke up. Their student loan debt was wiped away. But of course, for those who didn't go to college, they're mad. But nevertheless, Biden was behind that. Your student loan got wiped away, just like that. Ink of a pen. But we're seeing, many people saying, well, I'm going to stay home this year. And a lot of it has to do with Biden's view of Israel Hamas out there. A lot to do with Biden's not doing enough for working people. But I'm going to give you an example historically of, of when we look at American politics and being very practical. Practical. Right? Practical. Practical. Okay. So during the 30s and 40s, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, a Democrat, ran and won as president in 1932 with the coalition. African Americans, women, other minority voters. And Roosevelt had what's called the New Deal, Relief Recovery Reform, because the capitalist system was a disaster. So therefore, we're going to spend millions and billions on the federal government, what they call Keynesian economics, deficit spending, to put people, particularly men, back to work very practical. Roosevelt wasn't a socialist, as some like to claim. His job was to get people back to work. Now, we all know the New Deal did not end the Great Depression. It was World War II. But during the Great Depression, you had unemployment rate for African Americans at 50%. Wow. Remember, wow. there's no Social Security. Mm -hmm. There's no welfare. Mm -hmm. Those programs did not exist. Yeah. So African-Americans who voted Republican, the majority switched to vote Democrat. But while they voted Democrat, there were Southern Democrats, racist Southern Democrats, Bilbo out of Mississippi, brutal Eastland out of Mississippi. They hated black people, but black folks still voted FDR. They didn't stay home. They knew the system wasn't perfect. In fact, during FDR's presidency, he never passed an anti-lynching law. In other words, Southern states were allowed to continue to lynch black people in the 30s and 40s. Now the number had decreased, but nevertheless, 
the federal government, FDR, did not pass any anti-lynching bill. FDR also would not allow the black press to interview him until 1944. FDR did not allow, did not stop discrimination in military hiring until A. Philip Randolph with the March on Washington movement threatened and threatened a march on Washington and FDR passed Executive Order 8802. We also see FDR and the New Deal, the GI Bill, particularly in the South, discriminated against African-American soldiers. And what did FDR do? Nothing because of what they said in the South states' rights. Let's go on. For Social Security benefits, domestic workers and farm workers were not did not count to receive that benefit, which are mostly black women workers. So ladies and gentlemen, I gave you about six or seven, eight examples of FDR, a Democrat who black people supported in 32, 36, 40, and 44. Yeah, so he won those four elections, but he died during that last term, right? Right, those four elections. Yeah, okay. Now that all the stuff I said, African Americans knew. But on the flip side, through the New Deal, we see that Mary McLeod Bethune, head of the National Youth Administration, hired over 300,000 black people for federal government jobs. You see what I mean? So in other words, on the pragmatic side, FDR was the better choice than any Republican candidate during that time period. Sure, there were still black Republicans saying the same thing I'm saying about the shortcomings of the New Deal, but for most black people, they still saw FDR as a better choice. Pragmatism, folks. So I understand people who are up, young people who were upset with Biden's view in Israel Hamas. Many Muslim Americans in Michigan and Dearborn are pissed off. They're going to stay home and not vote. And you understand their perspective. But in other words, what you're saying is, if you stay home, don't vote for Biden. Who's going to win? Let's be honest. Incumbents are going to win the nomination. Unless there's somebody sneaking around the corner, this Robert Kennedy Jr. guy, he's a nut job. Forget about it. Unless there's some Democrat person around the corner who thinks they seriously got a shot, we shall see. But right now, Biden is running again. So for those that say, we're going to stay home, protest vote, you are saying that if Trump wins, you are upset, but you are willing to roll the dice on another four years of Donald Trump. Jay Trump. I mean, you're right, Dave. I mean, that's that's what it pretty much comes down to. African Americans voted for FDR. He wasn't perfect. We know that. Black Republicans were saying it. FDR, watch sign anti-lynching bill. I'm not touching. I don't want to disrupt my Southern Democratic base because if I do, the New Deal is done. Pragmatism. Would you want another four years of Donald Trump? 
who is saying some of the most outrageous things because the reality is folks it's all about getting to 270 electoral college votes we saw in 2016 Hillary Clinton won the popular vote but lost electoral college that's what this election gets down to so you look at President Trump's platforms it's very extreme in other words I'm here to win I'm gonna say what motivates voters whether they come through or not that's not my problem like the wall the wall wasn't built he knew the wall wasn't gonna get built but it was great election rhetoric to fire people up so in other words, I throw out 15 extreme ideas. My lawyers go to the Constitution, look it up. If I can win five of them, that's a win. If I don't get the other 10, I blame the Democrats. That's the strategy, folks. That's what's happening. So the first thing Trump is saying, I'm going to use this office to go ahead and issue payback. Think about it, Fannie Willis, the DA in Atlanta will be on that list. Letitia James, the Attorney General out of New York is on the list. James Comey is on the list. I'm gonna, the President Trump said, I'm, Trump is gonna use the Department of Justice as his own personal vengeance streak. Think about almost like Batman, vengeance. The Department of Justice is an independent arm of the federal government. U.S. Civics 101. So it's funny, on the one hand, Trump wants education to preach American values, but he himself operates, want to operate outside of those values. Here's another example. The Magna Carta. 1215 you studied that in school it says the king the government is not above the law what does trump think about it he doesn't care about it because in his mind the president is above the law he's making that point from day one so in other words if biden doesn't win you are saying you are okay with that or you're saying you're not okay with it I'm so pissed at Biden, I don't care. But then in January 25, if Trump wins and starts going ham, then you're upset. Now, we don't have to go back to FDR about this discussion. Let's go back to 2016. Crooked Hillary, super predators, the emails. You see what I'm saying? The same pattern as before. People stayed home. Now, we also add with Hillary Clinton, according to Carol Anderson, is this also with what? Voter suppression that helped Trump win in 2016. So we'd have to go back too far to say this is what happens. We also see President Trump is, I want to be dictator for two days. Now, this is always part of his rhetorical style. Say stuff, laugh at it, well, you know he's only just talking, but he really means it. He wants to drill, 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 
and build that wall. We already know they're not going to build the wall all across the southern border. It's not happening. No real recession. We wreck sessions in mere seconds. At your discretion, they're destined to test another weapon. The rack stack and the hijack and the rapper that's double platinum but can't afford a flat in Manhattan. The evolution compounds the sound solution. We're producing distribution in the major market. Oh, wait a minute. This diagram from the diaphragm on the die line of the five tram. Line for line every time, fam. Well, let's keep going. Immigration. He wants to eliminate birthright citizenship. So in other words, if your uh, uh, immigrant comes to this country, your child is born in the United States, they are automatically a citizen. Who wants to get rid of that? Building walls, massive deportation. In other words, say these ideas. I'm trying to get to 270. You know as well as I do, these things will be thrown in court, argued and debated back and forth. But to many Trump voters, that doesn't matter. It's the boldness and the brashness of what? Doing something to stop immigration. You're right, Dave. And then that's what they lock into, basically. Department of Justice. Is they, in other words, Democrats have weaponized. In other words, they use the Department of Justice to go after Trump. Because he's a Republican. You see? Not because, as Fannie Willis has pointed out, that there's evidence about him trying to steal the election in Georgia. But for many Trump voters, the evidence doesn't matter. Yeah, and Dave, nobody knows that better than Donald Trump himself. You know? So this and plus these are two black women. Yep. I think he referred to one of them as a thug. <laughs> They're racist. In other words, they're going after him because he's a white guy. We know that's not true, but it doesn't matter. You see what I mean? That's the presidential strategy. In education, let's get rid of the Department of Education. You heard that with Betsy DeVos. Get rid of it. Bring back prayer in school. Have a curriculum that teach love America. Not one that brings up critique of American society. Trump has also said the biggest threat to America is not external, but internal. Still a carryover from what? The summer of 2020. Black Lives Matter. There's an internal threat to the country. LGBTQ people. The trans movement. You see what I mean? Critical race theory. These are internal threats. Crime in inner city, quote unquote, in, in majority black cities, Chicago, D.C., that he wants to bring in a National Guard, almost like the what? Law and Order, Richard Nixon in them. To stop crime, to stop criminal activity. You know as well as I know, yeah. you can't stop crime, but I'm trying to get to 270. So when Trump talks about bringing back stop and frisk, National Guards in these blue places, blue cities, that it's going to stop crime, which we know is not true. But we know crime has been racialized. If you go to an all-white city to the jails, 
all the criminals are white. <laughs> but he's not getting into all that because it's a race to 270. I'm going to do something to end crime in these urban areas. Loyalty oaths with federal employees, civil service employees. President Truman did that in 1947 because Republicans were saying President Truman, a Democrat, was soft on communism. We also saw as an attack on gay and lesbian federal workers. It was an attack on workers' ability to join or participate in progressive politics. So this is a page what Trump is doing is out of the Cold War playbook. Either you're with us or against us. And we want to see this throughout American institutions. Education, media, government. Going back to the day, we talk about conservatism. Going back to the 50s, the 40s, when we know how gender was viewed a particular way. Men and women are this and that. Ideas of, of LGBTQ marginalized, forget about it. Black people demanding an end to systemic racism. Don't talk about it anymore. Doesn't exist. So again, if you stay home, don't vote for Biden. You don't agree with all his policies. Biden has not done anything in his four years. The country is worse. You are saying that you are opening the door for Donald J. Trump. That's what you're saying. You are saying, I guess what you're also saying, well, during his four years, it wasn't that bad. Was it? You got to look at it. It was chaos. You know it as well as I do. Just think about it like this. Think of those African-American voters who were voting FDR continuously in spite of his inability to end racism. He never passed an anti-lynching bill. But black folks still bit their tongue and voted FDR. That's the mindset one needs to have. You see what I mean? That I mean that I don't know what else to say. Don't write your name in. Again, that's like saying pick the all-time top three players, LeBron, Jordan, and Chuck Nevitt. Forget about it. You know picking a third is a wasted vote. There's two candidates, Republican and Democrat. So Trump is preparing to come on in in 2025 and wreck havoc. He wants to get rid of Obamacare again. But they have no alternative. You see what I mean? What is the alternative? There isn't one. But it doesn't matter. I have to get to 270 and I'm going to say things whether they come true or not doesn't matter to get folks out to the polls so I can get to 200 
270 electoral college votes. That is the strategy. So, Dave, that's what Trump is going to do and say basically when he goes on the campaign. He's going to reiterate these points over and over again. Mm -hmm. No holds barred. You like to hear anything because I'm trying to win. It's not a debate of nuanced ideas. It's what's going to get your people to the polls. He says he's going to end the war with Russia and Ukraine. So what did his voters hear? No money going out to give to the Ukrainians anymore. What does that have to do with me? If Russia wants to build an empire in Ukraine, let them build it. That has no impact on my life. That's what his voters see. Let's just be honest. Will Trump reach out to Putin and say, listen, my friend, stop the war. What do you want? But then the big question is, Will he ask Putin to give back the land that he's confiscated? But the voters don't see all that. They hear an end of the unlimited amount of resources that this country has sent to Ukraine during the last two years. You see what I mean? That's what's happening. The crime thing, again, I'm going to stop crime in these cities. National Guard. Stop and frisk. New York had stop and frisk and there was a lawsuit. Why? They were only, they were disproportionately stopping and frisking black and Latino men. And most of the time they were innocent. Is that what people want? If you're in Michigan, do you want that in Detroit? I understand you don't agree with all of Biden's policies, but what is the alternative? Donald J. Trump. FDR, I don't agree with all your policies. What's the alternative? Hillary Clinton, I don't agree with all your policies. I don't personally like you even though I don't know you. But what's the alternative? You saw the alternative. Donald J. Trump. You see what I mean? So we are less than one year away. So again, when you watch CNN and you hear the early polls, how Trump has a lead, how Biden's losing black male voters, how Biden's losing young voters. This is every election cycle. What is that end game to create doubt? It does create doubt. My vote doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, you're kind of right. Biden is horrible for African males. Even though black males are the second largest group to support the Democratic Party, but that information never makes it out for some reason. We are going to focus on those 10 to 12% black males, black rappers, who support Donald J. Trump. This happens every single election cycle. Look it up. You see? So it is imperative. Sit down. Think about it. But to be honest, I don't think there's much to think about. For many people, 
Biden is the way to go, period. No debate, no discussion. What is the alternative? And don't tell me Nikki Haley. You have to look at policies. You see, when people start saying, well, I'd rather Ronald Reagan, George Bush 1 and 2, they were more presidential than Donald J. Trump. But the reality is, look at their policies. I mean, that's what really matters when you come down you to You see, it. that's what really matters. Yeah. So whether it's Donald J. Trump or Nikki Haley, they agree on 90% of the policies. So don't fall for that one. Well, if Trump doesn't win, I'll vote for Nikki Haley because she's not as bad as Trump. But what are her policies, folks, on health care, education, the environment? We see Trump again, drill, drill, drill. We just saw they signed a UN about going after fossil fuels. Trump wants to support fossil fuels because he doesn't care. So to his base of voters, the climate doesn't matter, even though the earth was the highest temperature of all time. You saw how it was last summer. It was 110 a day in Texas. It won't even snow in New York. So You have to buy an air conditioner yeah. in Western Europe now. Why? Because it's hot. Yeah, it's crazy. Climate change is real. Uh-huh. But for Donald Trump, it doesn't. It's not real. The wind farms are aesthetically not pleasing. I'm in full support of the fossil fuel industry. Coal, oil, period. And that's what the voters hear. The environmental issue is a left-wing scam that's hurting America to compete. So again, when you look at the Trump's campaign policies, it's with us or against us. Very easy to understand and to manipulate people. That's the Trump strategy. So again, keep in mind, if you're saying I'm going to go third party in November for Cornell West, I'm going to write my name in. Or I'm going to stay home and send the Democratic Party a message. What is the alternative? So when January 1, 2025 hits and Trump is going ham, how can you be upset? You see, you don't want to be in that moment. 25, 26, 27, 28. You don't think about the big picture. It's not just about you. Think of your community and the impact of those policies, whether it's health care, education, government workers, LGBTQ issues, racism, sexism, the environment. You have somebody in your family that's going to be impacted by those policies. So again, like I started the podcast, 
we don't have three legitimate parties. Real simple. Who are the top three players of all time? LeBron, Kareem, or uh, Jordan? That's three legitimate choices. Period. What we have is this. Kareem, Kobe, Chuck, Nevin. That's what we have on for president. It's set up that way where third party has close no shot to win. And everybody knows that. That's a known thing. It's as close to factual as you can get. So in other words, take the frustration, vote for Biden, mm-hmm. and if he wins, hold him accountable as best you can to whatever issue you have. There you go. Exactly. That's the nature of American politics. Yes. That's what it is. The African Americans have been doing this from day one. Whenever African Americans vote, it's always a very pragmatic perspective and still putting pressure on the Democrats to do more. This is why history is so important. So once you understand that, you take this information, you take your frustration and your anger, and you do something about it Rather than stay home, third party, or write your name in, and I'm out. And that's the show, folks. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And subscribe to the show on iTunes. Because we're going to bring you another podcast for your punk ass as soon as it's humanly possible. Because without you, the dark brown shades of my skin, there would only be... Only add color to my tears Oh, oh That splash against my hollow bones That rocks my soul Looking back over my false dreams That I once knew Wondering why my dreams never came true Is it because I'm black? Uh Somebody tell me what can I do? Oh Lord Something is holding me back Uh Is it because I'm black? Yeah. In this world of no pity, I was raised in the ghettos of the city. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Uh. Uh. Mama, she worked so hard to earn every penny. Something is holding me back Uh Is it because I'm black?